0: Welcome to the third season of the Theosophia Podcast, a platform for women's voices in theology, curated by Sarah Elizabeth Smith and the Reverend Sarah Green. This month, we are featuring two different types of content for y'all. Today's episode features my Mother's Day sermon entitled God Our Mother. And later this week, the Theosophia ladies, including the Sarahs and last season's host Kelsey Davis, We'll be doing an Instagram live discussion on Nadia Boltz Weber's latest book, Shameless, a case for not feeling bad about feeling good about sex. Her work is a sort of theological and ethical untangling of contemporary Christian understandings of sex and shame. So that is going to be live on our Instagram handle, Theosophia Podcast, this Thursday at 3 p.m. Central and we will post the audio file on the podcast the next day if you can't tune in to watch us live. All right, so let's get to my Mother's Day sermon where I explore what it means for mothers to image the divine and how we can practically relate to God as mother as we honor all of the mother figures out there today. Also, the music before the sermon is done by Grace Church Episcopal Yukon's amazing praise band, And it is their rendition of This Is My Mother's World. Hope y'all enjoy. Peace. i loving, liberating, and life-giving God. Amen. Happy Mother's Day, everyone. I miss you all. It's weird preaching to just like Tim and Kirsten, but, you know, I'm hoping that the audio and video is really good today. So I'm so pumped for our virtual service. So happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. Today we celebrate you. We honor you and your loving presence in the world and in the particular and distinct ways in which you manifest the divine. We thank God for mothers who birth children, women who tried but can't, women who care for children who aren't their own, women who adopt or foster children, women who take care of that quiet, weird, queer kid and take them under their wing, women who care for the sick and the dying like Mother Teresa, Or the poor and the marginalized, like Dorothy Day. Or women who expose injustice for the sake of their people, like Ida B. Wells. Women who care for the earth and the animals. Or any person who creates and nurtures new life and fights for justice in their communities and families and puts up with, literally and figuratively, way too much crap. Am I right? Your motherly work in the world is God's work and it is blessed. Can I get an amen? Amen. Yes. So today I'm going to ask you all to take a mystical journey with me of seeing Christ in our mothers by experiencing God as mother. And as we see in our text from John today, Jesus talks about God or himself as father. And this is really um, a choice Jesus uses a lot, this metaphor um, a father, it's, it's a relational metaphor. And we can easily, just as um, easily relate to God as mother or brother or sister. But today we're going to focus on this metaphor that's ripe with relationality in the metaphor of mother. So, to begin, it's important to remember that all language about God is limiting. Nothing we can say about God is really truly ever actually God. It is merely a little fleck of light in time. And many theologians over the course of human history have stated that even once we utter a word about God, we kind of need to walk ourselves back and say what we've said really isn't God. And tradition holds that the idea of God is pure mystery, absolute transcendence, but also utter imminent. And this is why our Jewish brothers and sisters don't even say the name of God. In fact, the name Yahweh, that word we get for God in the Old Testament that means I am who I am, or being, or breath, is just God saying God is being itself. So therefore, naming God is kind of like trying to catch the wind. We can't really do it. But naming God does help us relate to God and it's a practice we've been doing for millennia for good or for ill. And remember one of my last sermons even we talked about God as mountain in Isaiah. But today we're going to explore what it might mean to experience God and relate to God as mother in the same way Jesus speaks about the father. And I know it's perhaps a little uncomfortable for some to think about this idea. But also remember that the idea of God as father is uncomfortable to some people, right? And language is limiting and holds baggage for us. So we need multiple ways to think about God. And rest assured, though, thinking about God as mother is not heretical. No one's going to get in trouble here. Um, But I would like to say that focusing on God as one metaphor can be dangerous and idolatrous. It limits our ability to see God everywhere and all the things that God created. And this is why the biblical text gives us hundreds of metaphors for God. So Julian of Norwich, the famous mystic and theologian of the Middle Ages, had her feast day two days ago. And she's really well known for her work, Revelations of Divine Love, where she chronicles these visions she received from God when she was in social, social isolation before um, it was cool now, and but she lived during the Black Death or the Bubonic Plague of the Middle Ages in Norwich, England. And the church holds her work in high esteem as she encounters God as mother And in her incredibly rich treatise. She says, it is thus logical that God, being our father, be also our mother, our father desires, our mother operates, and our good Lord, the Holy Ghost, confirms. We are thus well advised to love our God through whom we have our being, to thank him reverently and to praise him for having created us, and to pray fervently to our mother as to obtain mercy and compassion, and to pray to our Lord, the Holy Ghost, to obtain help and grace. See here, Julian is interacting with the fullness of God in this image of the Trinity here. And what we know from scripture, especially in the creation stories, God created humans, male and female, in God's image. The first creation story, especially in Genesis 1, the Hebrew text uses the plural pronoun for God. God made humankind in their image, in their likeliness. God is not just one thing. And Julian captures this truth so well in her understanding of God using the human-like metaphors of mother and father. And this this is super powerful to me. God is more than just father. I can think of God also as mother. So let's do that with this metaphor. God is mother. I invite you to think about someone in your life that has acted as a mother to you. Recall a positive memory, something that made you feel loved and cared for and whole and peaceful, just like I'd hoped God would make you feel. So I'm thinking of my mother. Hi, Mom. I'm walking down the stairs of my parents' home to the smell of freshly baked chocolate chip cookies. The warmth of the oven and the smell of the sugar and the chocolate swirl around the house. It seduces me into this happy And blissful sensation as I take my first bite of divine bliss I'm fed I'm nourished I'm loved and she always made sure we were well fed and full and I think it was also a tactic to get me my brothers to sit down at the table so she could like 20 question us to make sure our lives were in order (laughs) at the end of the day but in these moments, she was the loving presence of God to us. And when our mother, my mother nourishes me with her wonderful food and her care for my well-being, so too is God nourishing me and caring for me. I think of my grandmother, Nanny. She was a Methodist choir director for over 35 years in Cushing, Oklahoma. Anytime we talk, the woman always recalls a song that has to do with whatever we're talking about. So it's usually like an old hymn or a a folk tune, and she'll sing just joy into the room. I can hear her singing. Be thou my vision, O Lord of my heart, not be all else to me, save that thou art thou my best thought, by day or by night, waking or sleeping, thy presence my light. Her singing has fed and nourished people for decades. She's the loving presence of God, and when Nanny sings for joy, I know God's singing for joy. Also my grandmother Shelba, or Mimal as we call her, has been a source of deep truths and hard love over the years. I can remember asking me tough questions like, Sarah, is this what love looks like? And holding my feet to the fire when I was making bad choices. But also at the same time, Mima held me in loving kindness and cared for me in ways that no one else could. She listened and always spoke with love and brought that love into the center of our relationship and all of her relationships. And she is the loving presence of God. And when Mima listens to me and loves me, I know God is listening to me and loving me. I think of all the women who have loved me and fed me and nourished me throughout my life. Charmel, Coach Gumpf, Diane, Teresa, Professor Gray, Professor Sharp, Mother Becca, Mother Ruth, Mother Lissa, and many, many more. They too are the loving presence of God, made in the image of Mother God. They give the world their gifts from her and find their being in her and reflect her love throughout their lives. And as Christ, our Savior, breaks his body for us in the Eucharistic meal and on the cross, so too do women break their bodies and offer themselves as a sacrifice for new life. Women are intrinsically connected to the maternity of God through their ability to literally and figuratively generate new life for the sake of the world. For the sake of continued salvation and loving presence, we give you thanks mother God, and mother image bearers. As Christ gives us his body to eat and to nourish us, to feed us, so do mothers as they offer their milk and their breasts, their gifts of compassion and care. They too nourish us and keep us alive. We would not be here without their bodies and their spirits feeding us that wholesome milk of life and of Christ. We are bound to her, utterly dependent on her for our survival, just as we are dependent on Christ for our salvation. We are bound together in a tomb that was really always just a womb, just waiting to give birth to new life. That transformative life of Christ offers us when we depend on her. And I'd like to end this sermon with this beautiful, beautiful, power, powerful poem written by Alison Woodward called Our, God Our Mother. To be a mother is to suffer, to travail in the dark, stretched and torn, exposed in half naked humiliation, subjected to indignities for the sake of new life. To be a mother is to say, this is my body broken for you. And in the next instance, in response to the created's primal hunger, this is my body, take and eat. To be a mother is to self-empty, to neither sleep nor slumber. So attuned you are to cries in the night, offering the comfort of yourself and assurances of I'm here. To be a mother is to weep over the fighting and the exclusions and wounds your children inflict on one another. To long for reconciliation and brotherly love. And when it is all said and done, to gather all parties, the offender and the offended, into the folds of your embrace and to whisper in their ears that they are beloved. To be a mother is to be vulnerable, to be misunderstood, railed against, blamed for the heartaches of the bewildered children who don't know where to cast the inks they feel over their own existence in this perplexing universe. To be a mother is to hoist onto your hips those on whom your image is imprinted, bearing the burden of their weight, rejoicing in their returned affection, delighting in their wonder, bleeding in the presence of their pain. To be a mother is to be accused of sentimentality one moment and injustice the next to be the receiver of endless demands, absorber of perpetual complaints, reckoner of bottomless needs, to be a mother is to be an artist, a keeper of memories past, weavers of stories untold, visionaries of lives looming ahead. To be a mother is to be the first voice listened to and the first disregarded, to be a mender of broken creations, and comforter of the distraught children whose hands wrought them. To be a mother is to be a touchstone, the source, bestower of names, influencer of identities, life giver, life shaper, empath, healer, and original love. Thanks be to God for mothers. Happy Mother's Day. Amen.